Woody Guthrie Center and Bob Dylan Center present Fire in Little Africa, a multimedia hip-hop project inspired by the resilience of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And now, coming at you live from Greenwood, here are your hosts, Ali Shaw and Doc Free. like that with uh vintage clothing really <laughs> yes man <laughs> actually found this jacket well i wore one of them uh yesterday it was an old school fila jacket that has like breakaway sleeves on it so um but no i found this jacket um it's it's a bomber i guess you could call it and it's silver that kind of shiny material oh, and wow. on the back of it is a big logo that says tinker air force base where my dad worked for many years and retired from he oh. was a welder and then on the front, it has someone's name embroidered and it said, Doug, and I had an uncle Doug. I'm like, yo, I have to have this jacket. Like, it's <laughs> mine. <laughs> All right. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fire in Little Africa podcast. This is episode 49. Holy crap. Wow. That's a lot. 49. And uh, we are joined by, uh, yo, a very, 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 very talented individual uh, who has apparently the universe opened up to him as he was telling us off the air <laughs> recently. So we'll, we're going to be getting into that. Um, but before we before we do, let's make sure that we give him a proper introduction. Oh, by the way, I'm one of your co-hosts, Ali Shaw. Yeah, and I, w- I didn't want to steal your thunder. I was going to be like, hey, we're going to introduce ourselves. But anyways, this is Doc Free. Yes. You know, why do we forget, dog? I'm just like, do y'all know us now yet? (laughs) You should know by now, right? Come on. We don't need to say it anymore, do we? It's okay. And if you don't know, now you know. know. That's the edited version. Now you know. No. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So this dude right here um is like really fun to watch in action is what i'm gonna say based right. on the recording sessions like he is such a phenomenal producer but he's more than that doc tell us what else he is uh he is a writer of the cosmic waves that link this world to the other parallel universes this man vibrates at a free, at a different frequency if you will mm-hmm. uh and i'm seeing a correlation between like those that i would view as like highly gifted and highly talented in the same yeah it's the same scenario i mean peep game let me describe the cypher to y'all real quick man because my man is rocking some fly head gear right now. I just yes. saw the free. I just saw the Frida Kahlo mug. Yeah, well, I'm I'm the young detective. I'm always taking note <laughs> of everything. But yeah, this is like a very talented individual. Um, uh, there definitely is a different frequency that this that this 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 light this soul uh vibrates on and uh can't wait to start jumping into conversation but yes he's a producer engineer aficionado i've only known him for a short time but the only things that i've known about him have been like that's uh, it's big boy stuff like he only does like big boy stuff you know what i'm saying i thought this dude was like older than me my age or something and i get into the room with these cats i'm like wow it is really dope to see young cats just really flexing Hmm. like yeah flexing hard 
kind of things. Yes. I don't know. Am I have I gushed enough? Did I go oh. off track? I'm sorry. Well, no, no, no. We, I don't know. We, we didn't really talk. It's okay. Just sit back and take it because I know it. You know, he's very humble too. Like, and I, I super duper. Him. It's hard to sit. <laughs> I know it is. I know it is for you. That's why I was like, no, no, no. It's okay. He's a listen. Here's one of the other things that I really want to tell people. He's a singer. He's a multi instrumentalist. He can play just about anything. I think <laughs> like a and. Lot of- yeah. When you hear his vocals on a track, it's just that extra little seasoning of like magical, I don't know, magical dust. <laughs> he just has such a beautiful voice and I'm very excited to talk to him because, you know, all music producers are incredibly gifted in my humble opinion. So without further ado, let's welcome him to the show. Everybody, this is Madison. poetic with this introduction like you know what i'm saying like it says something you know what I mean? like we can't just go into a straight well he does this says that and the other thing welcome to the show oh, you know right. what i mean like we gotta write a haiku i almost like we gotta have a haiku no i really yes. like i feel like uh set apart you know in a way but like in in uh i don't know like we're all kind of set apart you know in our own special way so i really appreciate that yeah you know, it means the world right <laughs> So Madison, go back to the story you were telling us before. You said you were walking down the street oh, yeah. and something about two guitars. Yeah, so, you know, I'm out here. I woke up this morning vibing. I've been, you know, wanting some new gear. You know, I've been checking all the, the websites and everything. But uh, my roommate had to go get his car fixed. So uh, we go to the AC shop. We go in there. We vibe in. They said, oh, I better be about an hour. So we're going, oh, okay, I guess we'll go see if there's a pawn shop or something we were in little havana so it was kind of hey. cool vibes and stuff so we're walking down the street and we see this pawn shop like, ooh, like a mile mile down the street so we go in there and there's these two beautiful guitars staring at me as soon as i walk in and one's like this hollow body and one's a classical acoustic guitar which is exactly what i've been wanting and needing so uh-huh. i bought he both. said wanting and needing doc Yes. And eating. All right, Wayne's World. <laughs> it will be mine. Exactly. Oh, yes. But it I'll, will be mine. I got my taxes back already, so I just bought them. Hey. Yeah, so. Treat cool. yourself. So, so, yeah. yeah. You it was I that burning a hole in my pocket. So. 
Yeah, you totally deserve it. And then, like we said, you know, it's almost like you said you've been needing them and the universe said they are yours. Exactly. And Here it was we are. the price range and they're kind of weird. They're not like name brand things. So they kind of look beat up a little bit. So it has character. They're perfect. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Little Havana. You know, that's what Adre's, DJ Adre's old stopping grounds. Oh really? oh, really? I didn't realize that. I knew he was from Florida, but I didn't know that was it. Well, I used to, but all we talk is like music and Cuban food. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, Adre, one of the dopest DJs ever. Wow, that's what's freaking awesome that you got. Like, you didn't wake up intending, you know, I'm gonna go out and buy some guitars today, but you know, what I'm saying like they found you. You stay open and things come to you, right? So, yeah. as long as you're willing and like, uh, I don't know, making yourself available to to see the opportunities, right? And you take them whenever they make themselves available to you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for That's sure. My sister-in-law's grandmother, um, she had this, thing, she loved collecting stuffed animals, but they were not just any like beanie babies and stuff like that. Like they would be the cutest stuffed animal you've ever seen. Yeah. And I remember her saying one time like, well, you know, sometimes when I'm, tra she traveled a lot. And she's like, sometimes when I'm traveling and I might be in the airport, it'll be, I'll see one and it'll say, take me home with you <laughs> so i like to think that that's what those guitars said to you <laughs> that's something i'm naming one day after my mom oh nice. love yeah. it i love it if you're listening hi mom <laughs> I, I had to <laughs> hey mama yeah. medicine what have you been up to the last year or so since we've actually seen you in person wow i've been working on a lot of music just living experiencing you know just average life you know I'm kind of boring but I just make a lot of music so I don't know I'm blessed to be able to be in a position to kind of do that for a lot of time you know in a space that I have a bunch of instruments in my house and kind of converted my living room into a studio and stuff so this has been really cool and I've been working on I mean this fire in little Africa I've been mixing this project oh yeah sounds crazy and we're just, we actually just finished it up recently, but I've also been working on uh, like an EP kind of project sort of, it's like seven, six, seven tracks. Uh, I'll probably drop maybe like June or so. Uh, just, you know, working on a lot of mixing too. I do a lot of mixing for a lot of artists from Tulsa, Oklahoma City. Um, I've been working with uh, some artists down here in Miami. Um, so just kind of doing a lot of work, you know. Yeah. So, well, let's, let's go backwards a little bit. Are you from Tulsa? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't born in Tulsa, but uh, I moved there when I was three. So, okay. I was three, I lived there. So, where are you from originally? <laughs> I was born in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was there for like three years. I don't really remember it that much. Okay. But I have two, two other brothers, and they were kind of lived there a little longer, so... They have a little more attachment, but I kind of just always grew up in Tulsa. To Columbia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you remember about growing up in Tulsa? Wow. I, I just remember it uh, being kind of quiet, kind of chill. Uh, I wasn't more in like Broken Arrow. So I was like a little more suburbsy, kind of like a little kind of, I was like kind of chilling, you know, but mm -hmm. it was, uh, it's just quiet over there. Um I just was able to play a lot of music in my garage. Like I would, I would play the drums when I was, since I was like six. So <laughs> I would just play music super loud in my garage and my neighbors didn't really care. So it was really cool. 
<laughs> not really helping. Other, so drums is where you started? Yeah, I was like six, I'm pretty sure when I started. I, I was actually, I did rap when I was five years old. Uh, I, I did two singles. My older brother was a, a writer and a rapper and producer. Um, uh, Wait a minute, five years old? Yeah, uh, he like wrote raps for me, but I could I could like barely even talk, but I could rap like in time. So who's your bro? I could. Uh, his name's uh, Henry Pulitzer. He went by uh, he goes by Dream Sound Productions now, but uh, back then I think he was called Dimensions. Uh, he used to play you know Pink Eye, a lot of those old venues and stuff. <laughs> you know in Tulsa. So. Yeah, yeah. But I'm uh, very familiar with the Pink Eye. Yeah, I did. I did Rooster Days when I was like six, I think. NBA? Yeah, I was I'm stage rap and this one song is funny. But I have the single, but I'm never gonna show anyone. So but you would let us hear an ex this exclusive listen. I'll, right? I mean, I'll send it to you. you know? <laughs> be careful. Be yeah, careful. Allie had I don't, I don't play <laughs> Allie be at the function like y'all want to hear something cool. cool, cool. No, I would never do that. <laughs> First medicine practice. Me I wouldn't. <laughs> Got that exclusive. <laughs> some nardwar will probably have that <laughs> look put yeah. it out there fam i bet he's, he's gonna get it, it from ali <laughs> <laughs> who is ali shaw how can i find her yeah exactly y'all i love nardwar he already knows who you are what do you mean he already has a profile on everyone <laughs> oh, exactly like and thomas who is gonna be one of them too because when he said this ain't nardwar ending interviews i'm like fam don't get me started on nardwar <laughs> It's anyway, a, yeah. we're going to invite Narwar to Tulsa and we're going to dress Evan Hughes up just like Narwar and have them <laughs> interview each other. And I think oh, that'll be fucking dope. Oh my. They God. could be mirror images of each other That's, for real. Like, oh, meta. <laughs> oh my gosh. Evan is the Tulsa Narwar. <laughs> fucking turn it into an episode of Community. Let's go. Yes, exactly. Which timeline are we? Yeah, in? right. This is the good timeline. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all! Oh my gosh, just oh the visual God. of that has me cracking up right now. <laughs> That's oh man, with the hat with the little ball on it. Oh yeah, yes. totally. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, Doc, you're cracking me up. Oh my gosh. All right, medicine. So you grew up in Tulsa, but when did you end up moving to Miami? Uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, oh, yeah, right in, in the summer, right after I dropped uh, 539918, uh, okay. I moved straight to, to Miami, like, the next day, I'm pretty sure. Uh, my, my brother lived, lived out, uh, the brother that I was talking about before, he was uh, working at a studio called A2F Studios, and uh, I was able to kind of work out here with, uh, and produce with them, and I'm able to kind of come in and do freelance stuff still, but I'm still able to work through them. It's an amazing studio, and they're just expanding upstairs downstairs i got like six rooms now it's crazy so oh, that's awesome yeah we're working before, on a before yeah. you moved you connected with a whole bunch of tulsa artists here mm -hmm. yeah i was working uh i was working out of swing studios um right off 169 and uh, i was working with uh paris paris Cariz, mm -hmm. uh jerry manna um steph simon i did a born on black wall street that was recorded at swing i did the live album too uh i recorded yeah. that show too that was that was super fun uh that yeah. was really that was like you yeah. did the, you did the live recording of visions from the tisdale yeah i did the sound and the recording yeah. oh my gosh were you sitting up in that little booth at the uh <laughs> yeah the Nightingale? i was just i i had a i had brought my own sound system uh, me and my friend aaron 
uh, I was in a band with him and uh, I brought my, we had our own little sound system. So I had a little uh, iPad and I was mixing remotely, kind of just walking around. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love, oops, sorry y'all. No, but I, I mean, hear my updates uh, pop up in my computer. Working with a bunch of people, but I, yeah, uh, I still, I still work with a lot of people, you know, um, still in town, you know, they just send me stems, they record right. at their house or at a studio and then they just send me to mix or master. And so what is your job exactly? Explain that to, for those of us who don't fully understand, what does it mean to mix and master a project? Uh, well, really it's, if someone just records all the audio, just flat without any EQ, no compression, like leveling or reverb effects, just really flat and raw. And then they send it to me and then I just try and make it as beautiful as possible and make them sound like them in the best way. Uh, and what, whatever way that takes, you know, whether it be tuning vocals manually or throwing on tuning vocals and then throwing on auto-tune to make it even sound even cooler, you know, doing a bunch of different tools and tricks, right, to try and figure out what they need specifically. You know? Yeah. Just like a one thing for every, every artist, right? Right, and then have like a preset for each one. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Yeah, so you kind of learn what they need, you know, yeah. for their voices and for their music. So I get you that. It was masters the plugins, masters the world. Exactly. Yes, Doug. <laughs> That's how, even with audio commercial production, like there's certain things that I want to use on my voice, but will not work on someone else's. So yeah, it's very specific because everyone's voice is so individual, you know, mm -hmm. and everyone's sound is individual too, but people need to learn how to find their sound and I think that's something that people struggle with so I try I try and help that you know that and process. do you also um I don't know I would say like my personal opinion on especially with commercials and stuff but even on music I always wonder like how much of this is actually you you know what I mean like I I've experienced um I've seen voiceover artists even who this man sounded completely different on the phone I didn't even know it was him and I'm like I still want to be able to know it's you, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so sure. what, what would you say about that? What's your opinion on that? Uh, well, I mean, I've taken, <laughs> I've had rappers send in uh, audio files from their phone, like recording straight from their phone. And I've mixed that on, that was on some artist on Paris's album and no one would even know. Like, it's just, I'm able to, I know what I have to do to get an audio to sound, you know what I'm saying? An audio yeah. file to sound a certain way, so. I've just taken years and years of just doing that, like dealing with terrible, recording myself, which just sounds terrible, and then learning how to make myself sound good and then experiment with other people. And then just doing that a ton, I'm able to, now it's like someone sends me something bad, I can fix it pretty easily. I feel like I already know the answer to this question, but are you self-taught? Uh, yeah, uh, in a sense. I mean, we all learn, learn from other people. But, but you didn't, that's what I'm asking is, did you go to school for any of this? Did you like take a class? Or? I, I, my friend, uh, Justin, he, uh, I was in a band with him like in high school, but we had experimented in recording, just me and him. And he had taken a class in recording and he kind of showed me like the basics, kind of like EQ, compression, what they meant. And then I just kind of got his little old Dell laptop in like 2010, 2009, started producing on in Reason and using Reaper to record on there and then just experimenting and then through there just doing that years and years like yeah I guess it was kind of self-taught you know yeah you definitely are yeah started out on Acid Pro 7 I think Man, back in the day Pro. <laughs> yeah 
Acid I'm acid pro. Choppy choppy chop. Yeah, that's a legendary program. <laughs> yes, it is. I used to make mixes on acid pro, and then you could add the tracks later. Like, yep. bloop, mm-hmm. bloop, bloop. that's it. <laughs> I think about it now, and it was just like, uh, it's like using like, uh, like Linux or something. It's just yeah. so much, so much like extra, extra coding and shit. You got. Gotta do it's so different language, right? Yeah, it's so much easier now. Uh, sit there and watch like Ryan Harvey mix, and like I said, like that's where I picked up. Like, if you master the plugins, I don't care if they're just stock plugins, you master the plugins, you in there, yeah, exactly. And Ryan's a goat, like, I just got to work with him, uh, recently. Uh, I was there, uh, I was there in December for the Fire and Little Africa. We were mixing, uh, I was mixing with Jack Spade, uh, and I was there for a week or two, and we were uh, working on that, and I went over his house and we were working together and I was showing him the project and it was just really cool getting to hear his, you know, his thoughts and, you know, hear him f- be excited about it. Uh, it was just really cool. I've been wanting to meet him because I feel like I just kind of recently learned about him probably through social media and well, other artists that have worked yeah. with him. And I'm yeah, like, good, I, want, I need to sit with him for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Since well, I he got back, like he's been hitting it hard. Yeah. Exactly. Hard. Well, I, I grew up playing uh, in high school and a little bit into college, I was playing hardcore yeah you pink guy like you had you guy had to been in the same room with we've all yeah. probably had been in the same exactly. room at some point there. we all have been probably hit each other you know what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> <In the> pit, <laughs> exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> we're talking inside. Yeah, I can't see you. Like we're we're doing our best, like mosh pit impersonations. Yeah. You know, yeah, I got yeah. my my elbow wind up, <sighs> freestyle. Yeah, <laughs> you throwing it back. But yeah, Ryan Harvey, man, shout out to that dude. Uh, very well established in the hardcore world, as far as like mixing and mastering for some very very big names and up and comers too. So mm-hmm. I'm glad he came home and was like, you know, I've always wanted to do this, do some hip hop. Where they at? You yeah, he's showing up. Now he's doing it, you know. Yeah, it takes. You just have to put your mind to something. You can do it. Yeah. I love to see it. I love to see someone step into another genre too that they've never, you know, yeah. been exploration. Right? It's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I think about that's when we were talking to Asha. I'm like, yo, you need to check into country music though, fam. I know you say you don't like it, but I can hear you doing it. Like, come on, little twang runs, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Little yodels, yeah. little light yodels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With youth. Yeah. Oh, youth oh too. my gosh. Uh, youth. The country. Youth with the country <laughs> Yo, remember when we talked about it? That That'd be fire. Oh, All my right. gosh. I don't know, man. That's, that's, that's too much. You have to play that super subtle. I don't even think I would pick that comic book up. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those when i see the song i'm like interesting concept it's like uh what was it uh abraham lincoln vampire Hunter. oh yeah like, they even made a movie uh, out of that one i never thought i never in my wildest year i remember i, I seen the first watched. time i saw it on shelves i was like wait abraham lincoln vampire hunter okay and then years later like wait they're making a movie out of the book that i never picked up <laughs> It's great. It's going to be a, a VR video game, AR, you know, you're going to live oh, in yeah. the yeah. I mean, okay. well, they, they hit us with uh, the man who killed Hitler and Bigfoot with, oh, yeah. Sam, with old Sam Elliott. 
That's a class. I love seeing that video. Yeah, I watched oh, yeah. Tombstone. I used to watch Tombstone all the time. That's a classic. Oh. Man, I love And you tell them hell's coming with me. <laughs> wait, wait. What? I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> oh, man. Mike D hit somebody with that in the dice game. I thought he was about to get cut. <laughs> but he ended up taking all that money. He's like, I'll be a Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> Mike D. That's perfect. That's too perfect. Listen, but I am here for the country vampire. So if somebody wants to make that happen, <laughs> uh, you can you please write us a country song? Like I can hear you. He uh, said if, he would. Like he said he was into it. So if Wesley Snipes does the Gallo Walkers too, that's gotta be on the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up. It's the medicine. Me and youth actually uh, we're in kindergarten together all the way through middle school and high school. Like, we grew up together. It's, it's great. We're in the same neighborhood. Uh, we used to oh play playground together, Spider-Man and Peter Parker. We were both black Spider-Man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it was super cool. Shout oh out to Miles Morales. That's the homie. Yeah, exactly. I love that. for Spider-Man. Giving us a- I, can't, I can't do that anymore. He was already in there. <laughs> medicine and youth is spider-man that's so cute yeah uh medicine man uh what are some other producers in the game that you kind of look to or you would say or could you say that you know we're like oh i kind of look up to that cat wow uh, i mean locally and you know what i'm saying soon to be globally but you know definitely locally slash globally and globally <laughs> for sure uh i don't know i've really gotten to work with uh two piece a lot and he's got such a unique sound and yeah. such a unique uh i don't know knock like you know when yes. it's a two piece beat oh yeah you know, two piece your mouth very oh. i'm sorry you i got to say it every time <laughs> <laughs> that's the oh that's the original no one knows about that <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but i mean i i've i've gotten to make you know music with a lot of music with him and jerry together so that's been uh he's he's really a uh, I've actually kind of been inspired because I, I didn't used to make a lot of hip hop beats when I started originally because I was making a lot of uh, electronic trance EDM kind of stuff, pop, pop music. So whenever I met Two Piece and Jerry, I started, you know, learning from him. He kind of showed me, you know, some of his like trap influence and Zaytoven, a lot of his original, you know, 808 Mafia and all that stuff. So it was super cool to get to like share influences with each other. You know, I would show them, you know, some old you know 70s you know 60s group no one knows about and you know he'd show me some cool modern stuff i never heard so wait a minute go back tell me some old 60s or 70s group no one knows about (laughs) i want to know who it is i just just used to listen to a lot of uh you know old soul music uh you know 70s funk and like like t collins uh you know uh, i used to listen to a lot of jazz miles davis uh dave brubeck uh i listen to the beatles you know i <laughs> zeppelin i'm wearing a zeppelin shirt right now uh, <laughs> I, I just listen to a lot of old music uh i don't know i just think very inspiring to hear people play instruments yes. i mean people bring up the old brubeck man i love dave yeah david david's one of the classics you know miles john coltrane i love i love all of them oh yeah i love coltrane coltrane has such a like it just like bends your soul, you know what I mean? Yes, it's like <laughs> I mean, the, the like, best garlic butter you've ever had in your life. Like so it's not I mean. just butter; it's gar, it's roasted garlic butter. Like it's it's just <laughs> that's wait, 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 wait. Roasted garlic butter. Doc. We just, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just now tuning in, we have <laughs> just compared 
jazz great john coltrane to garlic yeah. butter to garlic butter garlic roasted. jazz butter roasted garlic jazz roasted. butter that's got to be the name of the next project oh my gosh <laughs> because it's just so warm and just his yeah. sound Thank is you. like no other sultry right. bet so i need somebody to hit them samples so i can put out another little four or five joint alley with the intro yes. <laughs> and now here's doc free Roasted yep. garlic jazz butter featuring <laughs> roasted garlic. <laughs> Produced by Madison. <laughs> I can do another tan. We can just call it roasted garlic. <laughs> All on my phone. Oh my gosh, I love it. So, Madison. on my pizza crust. Yeah. The roasted garlic butter. See, he's already right. He's Man, already, already right. thinking. He got, it. He got the boars. <laughs> The bar's ready. The bar's Yo, listen, I got to tell y'all something real quick. I just did a pre-recorded show with uh, RSU Radio. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Tip, he's actually the program director there, but um, I was telling him how happy it makes me to be able to p- co-host a podcast with Doc because there's <laughs> so many different directions that we can go. And I'm like, this is Doc free of oil house, y'all. Like, Doc. It's the guy. But, but you were talking about records. I was like, who else? Who else? Because that's a lot of what I was playing was my parents' music. So I was like, who? What other sixties and seventies? That's what I grew up on. So Screams, you know, Temptations. All yes, honey. All the classics, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, another uh, another producer that uh, I was hearing a lot during the Farm Little Africa weekend that I was really vibing with is uh, No. Beats by No. He's making some really. I just remember a lot of people were hopping on his track. <laughs> like out, yeah. of them, out of anyone, I feel like we're hopping on Nolo. So shout out Nolo. And he's in Lawton, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, shout out him. He's making some crazy sounding, beautiful music, you know? Music, you know? Yeah. And I, 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 really, I really don't listen to a lot of music anymore because uh, I try and keep my inspiration bank kind of full by just experiencing life and taking that and using that as inspiration rather than hearing sounds, you know, and I try and create my own sounds, you know. So, yes, I, I know. love that. That that always makes me think of Missy Elliott. I don't know why, but you know, they always talk about, well, it was an interview that she gave where she basically was like, well, my grandma didn't let me watch MTV. <laughs> I created everything in my own head. And I'm like, yes, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I hear some crickets chirping or whatever, like, <laughs> like that. I, I hear it. I hear it in the wind. I'm going to show y'all something funny. I'm not going to tell nobody else. Look, this is my, it's my, you see what it is? Oh, yeah. yeah. The floss pick, right? Yeah. Oh, this ain't the right one. Anyway, like I made some really dope sounds from a floss pick right now one night and recorded it. I was like, ding, ding, ding. ding. I was like, I'm going to use that. Yeah, the jaw harp. Yeah. I was it like, was. It was similar. It's got like, another less not cool name. But yeah. it's all good. <laughs> right. All right. So let's jump into this fine little yeah, Africa project, Medicine. You were flown in from Miami to participate yeah. in the weekend. And I know you were talking about a couple of different producers, but overall for your personal experience, mm-hmm. um, what, you know, was your reaction when you got here? Like, what, what did you think about that whole five days and nights? It was a blur, uh, <laughs> but in a good way, but there was a lot going on you know and especially being a producer and engineer it was just a crazy weekend 
So we were switching a lot of rooms. So we were trying to figure out whenever I first got there, you know, where all the gear was, we were going to set up. So it was just kind of trying to guide, you know, the artist to like making sure there was enough artists in the room to be writing. And I don't know, just trying to give people an environment that was uh, conducive to creating and, you know, being in a vibe to be able to write what they were feeling and all of this tension, right, that's been building. Yeah, you know, it feels like a hundred years, right? So, and it's like finally a release or, you know, a moment to be able to say what we've been wanting to say or how we've been feeling, right? To be able to like bring this together and like this conglomerate of, of you know, emotion and knowledge and I don't know, wisdom that we've all kind of experienced and brought together, right? Like yeah. everything coming together in this moment, that's just, I don't know, it was really beautiful. And it was just really um it was such a moment of synergy and just, uh, I don't know, it was just, it was just so beautiful, I think. And I know that what we created uh, was beautiful. And I think that's going to change people and what they think, you know, and I think that's why it's worth it. You know, that's why we do it, right? Yeah. Is help bring that to, bring the darkness to light, right? Absolutely. And be able to change and show, right? So what are your, some of your favorite moments from the weekend? Is there anything that kind of stands out? Hmm. I remember uh, there was, I mean, there was a couple, a couple moments that were pretty funny, but uh, I remember at the mansion, whenever we went to the Tate Brady's mansion, uh, I was upstairs in this room, this old creaky wood room with stripes on the walls and it just looked super crazy. And we were in there this one time and we were playing one song and had all the, you know, people from the blogs and news people in there and all the lights were flickering as we were playing the song and it was super crazy and I don't know if it was just an electrical problem which I mean it's an old house so you know how that goes but also it was kind of some crazy vibes in that house you know what I'm saying the whole yo time. I don't think that's a mistake real ghostbuster shit and then in the middle of the song it was crazy because in the middle of the song it just like stopped it was like and it made this weird noise and it stopped but I had to like save the project and close it and then reopen it. And it worked again, but it was crazy. I never heard that before. That, that was one of my favorite spaces to hang out in. Oh, really? In. Yes, oh, because- the bean bag in there too. That that's was, what I was about to say. The oversized bean bag was in there. <laughs> that was the vibe. And then right outside was the balcony. You could just go out there and vibe. It was cool. Yeah, that, it's, that it's actually one of my most favorite memories from the mansion, um, yeah. being in yeah. that space. It was daytime. So this is yeah. usually how I remember. Oh, the sun was still out, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, You were working the board in uh -huh. recording and um, Dom was in there. I was a lot of people that ended up in there at one point. Mm -hmm. And I had gone out on the balcony to talk to Dom about something randomly. And he's like, yo, come back in here. I need you to do something. I'm like, what? And it was all last second, you know, but it was trying to do skit stuff, you know, flight. Yeah. He goes into skit mode, which I love y'all. I'm a fan of interludes. So yeah, yeah, but it was a whole moment in there. And it was so, I, I will just say that I got the chills when I was in that room. Like it was something that happened in those moments that was like, medicine did did you hear this? Like, we're both kind of just looking at each other like, yo, like. Yeah, it all came together, right? Like, yeah. everything was just, I don't know, it was kind of aligning, like we were talking about before. Everything kind of came to an aligning moment, right? And yeah. we can just, good things come from alignment, right? Change comes from alignment and balance, so I don't mm -hmm. know. But that that was that was a really, that was really special being in uh, the mansion and just kind of being a part of uh, 
that change in history, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the turn, the turning of the leaf, right? But um, also there was a time I remember, I think it was the last night I was, um, I was recording uh, Asha and uh, Verse uh, and we were recording one song and then the security guard kept coming in like, the last said, night yeah it was late and we was like six like five or six a.m yeah and we had moved like a couple of different spots and we moved finally to that very back room and the dude kept popping in like mm-hmm. hey 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 yeah and then my man medicine's like hey, it's cool 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 it's cool cool keep going all right so next one <laughs> click all right do it again click all right now do it again click <laughs> you gotta get it you know what I'm saying? So- <laughs> hey yeah, we was all in there like, yeah, Asha verse yeah. paid was there uh in saran that was crazy everyone was in it that was the last night and i think at the after that the security guard was like let me lay down something <laughs> I've heard this yeah was it it was either him or was a the different security guard it was, was it, it the it, same it was a different well there was two security guards, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like the older cat. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a yeah. So the other security guard walked in. He's like, "Oh, what y'all doing in here?" So then he was listening to the track and he was vibing with it. And I, I didn't even know that he was a rapper, but he's like, "Yeah, I'm rapping." We were like, "All right, lay something down if you want." You know, it's the last <laughs> last night. You know, so he laid something down. I kept it on there. I, I don't know if uh, it's going on the project, but it's just crazy. He got to experience that. Like he was just. He's after afterwards. He was wow. I never, I never did. I never thought I would even just be here for that. So that was crazy to see all the history that's being done, and I'm here, a part of that, being a security guard. Like that's crazy. <laughs> I was, love that part of the story that he just randomly stepped in, like, yo, let me get on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's every rapper. Ever. Of course, yes. some of the songs on the album because doc Mm. and i have now had an opportunity to listen to the project doc how many times have you heard it now see i played it at least three times today wow i mean i got i got the the work i do affords me the ability to just plug in and go so you know (laughs) yes (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all don't even know, man. Like, y'all feel... ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. It's no, like they're ready. Oh, they're ready. They've been ready. <laughs> they have to. Because it, it doesn't matter if they're ready or not. Like, But they're ready. They're ready. Oh, my God. They're ready to receive this transmission. <laughs> you just like it literally brought tears to my eyes again because y'all it's almost been a year and it's like the first night mm. so i've listened to it three times at least mm. mm-hmm. first I, I was like let me space them out you know when i do a full album listening the first time i'm listening to the whole thing i'm listening to the music production i'm listening to lyrics but i'm not as deep into the lyrics it's an overall view right yeah mm-hmm. and i'm like yo is this real life is this 21 tracks of like really great music oh my gosh and so then the second listen was like the realization of oh my gosh this is some really dope music and I know these people <laughs> like I know them I've seen them grow I've seen them perform years and years and years all this hard work they've been putting in um and then this third listen was today while I was at work as well and um Luckily, I got some quiet time and I was like, all right, I'm gonna listen with my little AirPods. And it was a different kind of listen. You know, I tried different ways, a speaker one time, headphones one time, you know, I wanted to hear all the medicine from the producer side. Wow. Like, man. Thank you so much. It's a a joint effort though. It's a lot of people involved, Mm -hmm. you know? And especially on the mixing, it's gone through so much you know hammering out and molding and taking away and cutting and editing you know it's but it's it sounds natural it sounds like together right it's cohesive it's yeah the whole story you know it's it comes together in a very cinematic you know way like it's a movie playing out right right in your ears but it's very visual you know but it's only auditory it's kind of crazy but that was kind of the goal goal that we were going for like to create a more of a very cinematic experience, you know, to bring people along for this, you know, this crazy story and just the progression of where where it's come from and where it's at now, you know, yeah. so. And picturing it visually right now, just like you said, mm-hmm. cinematic. Yeah. What, what are some songs that kind of stand out to you? I mean, there's just, honestly. Yeah, I know it's hard to choose, but you know. There's just so many, because every song has its specific purpose to me because I don't know, like I've, I've put, you know, sweat and tears, not necessarily blood, but, you know, I put, you know, my, my love into this, like, you know, this is my art, right? I'm, I'm a part of this. So I don't know, it's hard to choose, but I mean, there's a couple, I just love how it starts out, honestly, with the elevator track, just because it's just, boom, hitting you right in the face. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's, there's a couple, there's this one, uh, the City of Dreams, you know, it just kind of really, uh, kind of explains kind of like the whole story of Dickie Rowland kind of and, and where he was at and uh, his mind he's like talking to himself sort of in this story uh, there's some there's like this lyrics part in there that was really kind of stuck out to me that it said like uh, thought that it was love thought that it was special I can feel my blood boiling through my vessel label me a thug say I tried to rape throw me in a cage now I got a case diamond dick rolling on the front page say you tried to kill little Sarah Page don't believe the hype they put in your face like that's so crazy because that's so true because uh, people will especially nowadays with the internet anyone can say anything so people will say whatever they want and place it as truth and you necessarily 
are people are taking that and living that as their truth and you have to be able to learn your resources and do research and figure out the true what actually happened and true intentions of people and of the spirit behind things um, I don't know I feel like if people uh, were driven by the spirit more and intuition and love then they would I don't know react differently to a lot of situations yeah. so as someone I, who works in media it's so important to do your research before you just go sharing what you see exactly not always true <laughs> yes Yes. And then, and then the, like you said, trusting your instincts, trusting your gut, like, what do you know to be true though? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you know to be true? Like, do you really think that person did this, 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 you know, think yeah. about it for a minute. Let's step back. I think it's a, it's lending to the cancel culture thing. Like it's, mm. I was just talking to someone about this today and I'm like, I really don't like that mm. about this time. I just feel like it's not fair. Yeah. It can be talked but I mean, there's definitely reason. I understand why people want to cancel people, but mm-hmm. also it's just a very extreme and a very kind of uncontrolled thing right now. Like no one knows what to do with it. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's kind of just the, we're in the wild west with the internet. You know, it's, we're just mm-hmm. out here just going and there's people going crazy and people don't know that people are going crazy. And I don't know, there's a lot of confusion. So it's best to kind of, I feel it's just best to unplug and just talk to people in real life. And you can get more from people and just speaking and looking at their faces. And I mean, it's kind of hard now with Corona and all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To be physical, you know, in physical space with someone. We still have FaceTime and video chat though. I I always recommend that to people like, get on your phone, use the video. (laughs) Is, is, I'm sorry, is mate. We still go out because I, I unfortunately have been seeing people out because I, you know, got to make mm-hmm. this money. That's so right. Safe yeah. spaces, you DJ. And yep. if I could tell you how many times where I've seen little small groups of people and no one's saying a word, looking mm-hmm. at their They've phones. All got their phones. Yeah. yeah. If y'all just want to get out the house, y'all could be somewhere else on the motherfucking phone. Yeah. That's, right. that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm different. Like I used to be like, oh, I gotta unplug. I was like, nah, I need to. This is where we're headed. Okay, pretty soon they're gonna have that thing that drops now right here, and then she's mm-hmm. gonna be in your face. And they're gonna be like level five thousand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the, the wait, was that for the Terminator? What are you talking? No, no, no. That's that, that's that Dragon Ball. That's that Vegeta joint. You know so you giving in? You just you. No, it's not even about getting it, giving in. It's like um, uh, learning how to decipher all the characters and symbols in the green that's floating down before your eyes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, you're going to be lambasted with it anyway. The better you know how to navigate it now versus later, the better mm-hmm. you're off, the better that activity can spread to other people. Because like you were saying, moving with love and, and, and mindfulness, uh, which for me translates into moving in a, a, a pattern of awareness. Yeah. Uh, so even though I disagree with a lot of what I see, uh, it's literally me looking at the negative space, mm-hmm. looking between the lines, you know, yeah. Yeah. seeing the truth. Okay, yeah, this person posted something where you really just want to respond to them, hey, get a therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you can read between the lines to give an actual response. When you see that person in person, yeah. you know what I'm saying, or side of the message kind of thing, but yeah it, it's it's goofy because we unfortunately we counter more goofballs than we want to than we should because yeah. of that lack of awareness that we all have 
uh, with one another is like human beings, carbon-based life forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is unfortunately weird, kind of like destined to be stuck on this marble because we can't get our shit together. Yep. Uh, but, you know, now more than ever, I, I look at things like uh, movies like WALL-E, Ready Player One, um, mm-hmm. uh, readable materials like Tokyo Ghosts, they all have the same thing where we, we plug in. Yeah. That's where we're moving towards. We're moving towards being fully plugged in, making things as easy as possible so we have to move less to get more, to know more, uh, to feel like we're doing more kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I figure the better we find the, oh man, I, I want to say the even the, the even flow and I always think of uh, <laughs> even flow. Yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, we need the, the, the better, the quicker we find that, the better. And yeah. sometimes like I, I take myself on that wild ride because uh, I'm kind of new to Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love, I think we we were, we just, without even hesitation, hit send to fire off that hot take yeah. all the time. Just that instant and, gratification. Yeah, I love, I love seeing it unfurl. And, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's to the point that I, the psychology brain in me, this is the great social experiment. Yeah. you know yeah. things like twitter your facebook's your tenders even kind of thing there's so many different social experiments that you are that you bear witness to every single day and instead of absorbing those things and actually taking time to process them we just want to ladle on another pile on the top mm-hmm. uh, in the story mm-hmm. in the queue in the feed in the whatever yeah. uh that's it's a machine never ends. yeah you know and, and i will use that machine yeah. to to my my gratification by going on showing love yes putting reposting putting a like and mm-hmm. then posting my shit and then i gotta go and i'm out go watch the sunset yeah. or look at a waterfall no nah, i gotta cool. go watch the simpsons and build a wine list <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel me because Doc That's is real never wh- working, never not because working. I'm never not working. So. <laughs> yeah, um, working on it. That's why. It's like we, have to, yeah. it's, we the, the the it's a tool there to make us more aware of each other, and yeah. I think soon soon enough we'll get there uh, with the s- certain social changes that we see um, happening happening just one after another. It feels like, and now the whole we're all in connection to talk about share. Kind of thing it'll get there but just like seeing it now man it's just like uh i don't know man sodom and gomorrah or something i don't know <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you motherfuckers done lost your minds <laughs> like i say it's wild west man it's crazy yeah, you were right it, it, i call it catville twitter is catville catville everybody hey hey and i do the same like it, i get a, I get a half of the sim y'all my my cat <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden you hear that <laughs> that's hilarious so you guys from both of you um what do you think is going to be one of some of the lead singles from this project oh wow rock I okay think, you think so yeah that's such a that's such a banger that's i think regardless regardless is probably one yeah regardless hits yeah it's smacks like you just in that any from the from the beginning, you write in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hey, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, man. Any track Akeem's on, and like they're, they're, those hits, bodies. those hits, 
certainly differently. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Even the the POD reparation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, that's the promo in one of the videos. Yeah, released for the part. Yes. Uh, the way, he, yo, <laughs> his that whole thing just hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the gang bangers, you know what the gang bangers? Oh man. Yeah, yeah. he, he had to go nuts. I, you want to? Yeah, know. he had. To. But, but he but always money. the thing is that he always he always be going off. That's the thing. yeah. I've worked with a. Uh, I actually did uh, the UGK uh, tape. Yeah, I mixed and mastered that with uh, with Dom and, and Hakeem. Yes, and that was like that was one of my favorite projects last year, <laughs> honestly. But I listened to that so many times. Okay, was that last year. Yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. it twenty twenty? Early, early 2020. 20, yeah, wow. late. Okay, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he gave oh, us the hush-hush when we asked him about, asked him about yeah, it yeah, yeah. his interview. Um, <laughs> he didn't say yeah, nothing. He was, he was <laughs> bangers. Nothing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, y'all know I'm, I'm kind of radio girl mode, so I'm going to say Shining is definitely a standout for me. Shining hits. Because, y'all, yeah. that was the beat that we heard for five days straight. Every time I turned around, that beat was on again. I was like, yo, what are they doing to this track? Because um, that beat goes hard. It's oh, got it was that, ridiculous. It's got that whole, like, <laughs> caper flow, you know? It's got that, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to hit the bank job flow, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, I loved the concept on Descendants, and it was executed impeccably yes by emmy and thomas that song is so deep yes oh yeah absolutely um Uh, so there's one track that medicine i think you did the uh the mixing i kept hearing it and to the point where like days after the recording I remember that was like the one thing that kind of stuck in my head. I was just like humming it myself. And I was just like, oh, that better make it. And I was, yeah. when, I, when I got the album and it's on, I was like, yes! Because I think that's going to be one that you, it's going to stick. You know, it's got the, the replayability kind of thing. Um, self-plug, the, last track. Same thing. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a classic. Yo, it's so hard yeah. to pick. I'm looking at the track list and I'm like, here's another one too that when I, y'all talk about something hitting you in your chest. Tony, mm-hmm. Tony Foster Jr. on It's Our World. Oh, yeah, our world. No. Like, can I just wake up in the morning and he's singing on my alarm clock? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, his vocals are like heaven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think that was the first song I recorded. I'm pretty sure. Really? I think it was the first or second song that I recorded in the weekend. Oh wow! <laughs> and it came. He just laid out all those harmonies like one after another. Like, give me another track. Boom. Give me another track. Boom. Give me one more. Boom. It was just perfect. And then I didn't even I have just, to really touch it that. I don't know how they're gonna choose. I just I really don't. Um, so so many great selections here, and like you said, medicine is such a great body of work. Mm-hmm. Very well put together. <laughs> nice. One story. of those no skips. Hey, I was about yeah. to call it Chris Davis. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Doc, did you see the video I posted for him today on Instagram? No, I didn't work all that. I haven't even been on. I ain't had no time to get on y'all, Instagram. I had to come straight home, set up. Y'all, I have to tell you something. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what it is because I know you stay busy. There is a video of this man <laughs> skating, like roller skating. And I, when I tell you, I look down at my phone, I'm like, is that Chris Davis? 
he looked just like no skips. And I'm like, fam. And I sent it to him. I was like, yo, I had to do a double take. And he said, someone had already sent it. I posted today, just being funny. People really thought it was him, y'all. Hey, wow. <laughs> Could you imagine Chris Davidson some roller skates, bro? I want to see like, it now. Like that ass. <laughs> One of my friends, like she messaged me. He's like, can he really skate like that? I'm like, that ain't even him, girl. Hey, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, we don't know. Chris Davis might be out here, you know what I'm saying, down on Riverside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's going on, that hair just like with a headband on, yeah. hair just flowing. No. Just, but you know how, like, oh. you know how he'll wear the man bun, like right here at the back of his head, like that? That's mm. the hair that he had. And the guy had, I mean, beard and everything. I was like, it's Chris Davis. Like, it looks like him from the side. I'm dying laughing. Y'all gotta go look at it. <laughs> shout out to Skate Life TV. That's that was where I reposted it from. Oh my god, y'all. <laughs> or oh, I, I gotta see this because you seem positively tickled by this video. It was so funny, Doc. Like, because people really listen. Shout out to Young Quan. He really thinks it's Chris. <laughs> He's like, hey, 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 hey. Y'all can't, can't play with me. That's him. Go read, go read his <laughs> comments. Like. <laughs> Oh, okay, right. medicine. But before we get back into that, let's talk about your body of work because that's one of the most important reasons why we are here, of course. Uh, let's see. You got um, five. Let's see, five three nine nine one eight. And you're mm -hmm. about like you were saying, you're about to release the follow up. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So it's called uh, Wanderer. Uh, it's like seven tracks right now. It's kind of just. Uh, it's a very crazy sounding album. And I wanted to make something that was, I don't know, that I wanted to just get out everything kind of where I was like feeling and just like all the tension that I've been feeling in my life. And uh, I just try wanted to make something that sounded big and kind of boisterous and I don't know, like very electronic. And there's some very beautiful parts in there, very soft. And it's just kind of very, <laughs> it's about uh I, I found out that I have some like a wanderer like a, some traveler blood in me uh from like my family like way back some ancestor stuff and uh I don't know I just kind of always felt like that like a nomad kind of like traveling musician kind of wanderer mm -hmm. and I felt like uh, I needed to make something to where I felt uh like I was wandering throughout music and trying to experiment with whatever I was feeling or hearing in my head. And it's kind of just a bunch of songs that I've taken over like four years or so and just placed together and it came together so crazy. And it's all, it's a, it's a story, but it's, it's, it's just really wild. <laughs> kind of reminds me of something that you did with uh you talking about that is reminding me of the track that you did with mc called fear god oh yeah <laughs> that's a medicine yeah. you like it? when i heard that song i was like why is this not a whole song i was so upset because but then i was like no it's right where it was supposed to be and yeah. you know yeah. leading up to was it country grammar leading up yeah. to that mm-hmm mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And I think that was a moment for me when I was like, yo, this medicine is the truth. Like I already knew it, but it, it just was one of those, like, it just solidified it for me. Like, gosh, I just, I don't think we really know what you got in there, fam. 
so there's a lot I'm still I'm still figuring it out too yeah <laughs> it's all self-discovery you know yeah. but I, you're one of my favorite people on Twitter too like <laughs> for real <laughs> I don't know you just you you say what you you know feel and you know it's just and it's always but it always feels positive it always feels like even you may be trying to work through something but there's still like a a light at the end of it you know what I mean yeah yeah I think that's kind of kind of the message you know like even though there's a bunch of stuff going on that's kind of daunting and dark and terrible like you can just kind of keep going you know (laughs) and you'll find a way to do what you got to do but I do have to ask you something. Have you been sleeping enough? Oh, <laughs> actually. You know, we talked about that before. Yeah, I actually have. Like, uh, the past week has been pretty good. But before yeah. that, no. <laughs> uh, but, I, I mean, I just, I've been working a lot. Uh, okay. Doing doing sessions late at night and uh, producing and stuff uh, with, with some artists here, so. Right. But, you know, I, I, gotta, I gotta learn. I, I make time during the days now. I take naps and stuff hey I'll man like, i took a nap right before we jumped on y'all so i can't even lie oh that's fine i should have <laughs> yeah. taken a nap earlier it was maybe only 10 minutes it was a short power nap but yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, okay so we also want to talk about you talked about tan fan art um the one that the ep that you did with verse oh yeah fire. Well, I, I did i did I did, fire. Two, I did two different ones so there was one yeah. that was just called tan where it's all instrumentals. I did it all on my phone playing guitar and I have this little sampler and then I just recorded it all on my phone and using my voice and my guitar. And then Urs heard that and was like, yo, I gotta hop on this. And he just sent me him rapping over the whole thing. And I said, let's do it. That's it. <laughs> and then we, we released it in I think uh, December 25th or December 26th, I think last year. Wow. 2019 yeah yeah I haven't dropped since then though so so Wanderer man yeah I'm, I'm excited about it um, yeah or do you have any new songs that you're gonna let us play on the podcast yeah I mean which which ones you I mean which ones did you get I sent two I think I don't know yeah I sent two but yeah you can play you can play them if you want they're they're really crazy <laughs> can you be sure and tell us the titles of those one one of them is called uh super and super uh it's kind of a pop song uh it just talks about um my struggle with uh, anxiety and feeling uh like I'm always in a loop <laughs> uh-huh. um, but you know and it progresses it's a whole story so it's probably okay. the, the second track on there and then there's another song I think called a uh, psalm and uh it's just kind of a, a very introspective song I was looking a lot into myself in a moment uh and I just felt what I needed. I just wrote what I needed to say, you know? Yeah. But yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> it sounds beautiful. Like, I'm just, I'm sitting here. It's that simple. It's literally just that simple. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't over, like, like we don't, we don't want to overcomplicate. We don't overthink it. Like, yeah. That's it is what it is, right? It's what, uh, it's... It is what it is. <laughs> Makes me think of the hey. Broken all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute! Did you just do the hey? Yeah, that's my that's my dog. Shout out town town forty five forty five world forty five. You want to say gang wave wave? Yeah, we need to make sure we mention that you are a part of world forty five. Mm-hmm. So dope, such a dope yeah. collective. It's wild. We got so many talented people. Yeah, in, you know. 
we're all blessed and we're all blessed to be working with each other. And I think whenever great minds come together, um, you get something that's even greater, you know, something that you can't make by yourself. And that's something that, you know, I don't know, it's, it's bigger than you, you know, really yeah. work. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, so since this is women's history month, <laughs> switching gears for a moment, are there any women that are involved with the Feli project that inspire you and why? Mm, wow. Okay. I know there was this Jericho Wortham uh, verse on there. That was just absolutely like, when I heard that, I was, that's the best verse on the album. I feel. Yeah, she was like, listen, and this is why I think Shining should be a single because that is the introduction of Mrs. Wortham. Wortham. Yeah. yeah she went so nuts yes uh, asha is amazing she's such a talented singer has such a beautiful voice such a sweet soul but yeah. uh you know like there was there was just ayala's fire ayala's super dope she got such a cool vibe she got a, a nice tone of her voice yeah. she's on there um i mean there's just so many uh who is it uh there's that song with tizzy and uh, T Rush, and uh, that's like the Cypher 120. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite songs. Listen, y'all, that's the one that made me cry. Really? The first time I listened, and it wasn't that the song is sad or anything like that. It's like that Ooh, feeling of like, oh my gosh, I see it. When you're you at Cypher 120, two, two, three, three. three. <laughs> Yo! Come on now, <laughs> Man, when you when you've been in a Cypher One Twenty Night and and to hear this on back. a record, like the world is gonna know now what that felt. Yo, yeah. Shout out to Rick and Quincy and everybody involved with Cypher One Twenty. You know what that feels like. Hey, for sure, it was like. It, it took me back, man. I was getting like all those same image, those same images, and then Sneak's verse, man. It was like, yeah. it, it was old Sneak, like Sneak when it looked like a vaunt before it started looking like J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? We used to have like the short hair, just yes. like rock the polos with the timbos. You know what I'm saying? Completely different now. He's not <laughs> the even the same. The and the timbos, bro. Come on. Wow. Yes. That's that's transformation. That's the next level, next level sneak. Oh man, it was the evolution, man. It was this trend. Yeah, he, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's sick. All right, medicine. We all know what this project is about, and um, you know, as we say, the centennial of the Tulsa Rice Massacre is quickly approaching. Um, but we'd like to ask every single one of our guests, and it's kind of an educational thing for our listeners too. How old were you when you first learned about the Tulsa Race Massacre? Because you pretty much grew up here and you moved here at three years old. Yeah. But do you remember? I, it's kind of crazy because I, I just remember, I remember hearing about it. I feel when I was probably, it must have been 2011, I feel like. Um, but that's just because uh, I heard about the the stadium that they were building, all the the renovations they were doing downtown, all the gentrification and crap. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's like I learned that it was the, that that happened. But then once Steph uh, Steph Simon, I was working with him, and uh, he really kind of was saying some real stuff. So I kind of really learned from Steph, honestly. Um, and I'm always grateful to him for that, and kind of just taking me along and 
You I said was, 2011? How old were you? Well, no, I was in 2011. That was, shoot, I don't even know. I, what year is it? How old am I? <laughs> it's 2021. Uh, age is the number. I don't know. Uh, right? Shoot, I was born 95. <laughs> I'm terrible. You were born in 95? Yeah. That's the year yeah. my daughter was born. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah 95, 95 babies are the best. Yep. We, we grew up right in the perfect middle. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. But I, uh, I was probably 16, 17, I think. Yeah, probably 16 or so. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really, when I was probably, uh, probably like 2015, 2014, once I really learned about what really happened, you know. Uh, but before it's just like people skim over that, you know, like you don't really hear anything that in schools. I, n- I never heard anything in school. I just, I just only heard about it because they were building a baseball stadium. I was big into baseball. And then I found out that it was because of the, you know, Tulsa mass massacre. And it's like, oh, that's terrible. But I never really was given resources to research that, you know, at school or, you know, there's nothing really online really at that time about it. I I heard Oprah, I think Oprah was trying to do a documentary or something. I learned about that on Facebook, I think maybe, Mm -hmm. but that's really the only thing like that I'd heard. But yeah, once I did the the live show for Steph about a life from the Tisdale, and then he started talking about his next project, uh, the Born on Black Wall Street. And then this kind of just, it was a, I got to learn so much more just from the resources that they had available mm-hmm. at the, uh, the Greenwood Cultural Center. And, uh, you know, they did like the memorial and all that stuff. And I did the little walk and I got to see everything. But that was really special because, you know, people need to see that and feel that and step in those, those places, you know. I think it's really important to get the full, that energy yeah to get the full scope of you know like the the area and the energy and you know the tra- seeing the tracks and you know the the highway that divides and cuts is like so like i don't know it's so kind of tra- traumatic in a sense right but there's like a healing and healing that comes from that you know that's Once- how i feel every time i step foot on greenwood it's that little piece you know strip that's just left of mm-hmm. everything that was before and it's like anytime i'm there i'm like i'm on sacred ground like yeah yeah it's a very special place yeah yeah no but it's it's very uh it was very sentimental you know getting to to experience all that you know especially that weekend you know where everyone's talking about all that art and bringing their feelings out and it's just a very it was a very potent you know very potent time for all those emotions and to get Mm -hmm. that out right it was very uh it was like therapy you know yeah and it's definitely reflecting in this project um and i mean every every emotion imaginable everyone yeah Yeah. and it's it's made for for you to feel you know made for you to experience and made for you to learn you know and i think that's what art is meant to do right it's made Mm -hmm. to make you feel something to change it's made to give you knowledge that you didn't know and in in an enjoyable way though like that people can not have to just feel like they're sitting through a, a lecture or, you know, watching a documentary. It's uh, it's kind of an interactive, you know, experience because it gets it makes you feel like you're along for the journey in a sense. So I don't know. I'm I'm very excited to be a part of that and able to help bring that to life in a sense. But I'm just blessed. Uh, I was put on the team of amazing people, you know, because Jack Spade killed it. Like we uh we were working together in his studio. Uh, and we spent so much time in there just talking about how can we make this more exciting and bring uh, 
you know more energy to to the mixes and stuff because you know like whenever you have a mix and people rap and it's, it's cool but you have to do stuff to make it to bring it to you know yes. give it that, that feeling of that the cinematic stuff right like the the spacing and making sure it's deep enough and wide enough and tall mm. enough it's it's a box you're making a visual box and you have to place people and instruments in that box to create a scene it's all science and magic and <laughs> numbers and <laughs> it's a bunch of alchemy my about. dear boy yeah, yes exactly. <laughs> i am nerding out listening to you talk about it because even that's why i said i made sure to listen like with my yeah, speaker headphone you know i wanted different ways of listening yeah and let me just say i always think about um prince pop life you know the vocals are off like a hair like yeah. not even a full beat it's just like a little bit of, if one of your you know it earphone or earphones went out you'd be like something's wrong with this you know yeah he did it on purpose and there's some moments in some of these tracks that I'm like yo wait did y'all just do this but oh like yeah. and I'm, I'm looking around oh. like they behind me they went oh this is so dope like they're singing on either side of me and they're going and so yeah the detail is everything um the detail attention to detail I should say by both you and Jack is just phenomenal like all these tiny little sprinkles in there and different sound effects that I really want to talk about right now but I won't get into that it was it was really cool because we were we were just very you know we were able to share you know uh, he was sharing stuff with me and plugins and we were downloading plugins and trading samples and uh (laughs) just nerding out uh and no, you don't really get to do it that with a lot of people. So it was cool to be able to do that with someone. And I don't know, we got to make something amazing out of that. And I think there's excitement and joy that comes whenever you're excited about something. And you can hear that in the project and in the art. So I'm, I'm happy it translated, you know. <laughs> you did a very good job, my friend. Thank I, you. I think people are going to be very excited to hear this project. Um, I don't know. There's just not a whole lot more I can say about it. I, I'm not going to stop listening. <laughs> I've thought about it. I was part of me was like, I kind of want to wait until closer to the release. But then I'm like, no, I got to. It's like homework. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I want to be surprised with everyone. But yeah. no, nah. nah. I'm not going to be able to stop it's now. Good. It's good. You can't <laughs> not listen to it, right? Right. Like, oh, I got I got the sauce. No one got it. Yeah. Only one in the world. With as it. soon as we start these shows back, I um, want to make sure I know every damn word. <laughs> said, I'm gonna be front row, S- singing along, staring, not not blinking, just staring, mouthing the words silently. That's making sure you're making sure I don't fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be the doctor. <laughs> yeah, okay, that one. Yeah, yeah, he, he got it. He got it. He got it. You be the stage director, you're like, and you come stage left. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's actually one of the things that I keep picturing the most is seeing everyone perform these songs. Oh yeah, that's going to be so crazy. I cannot quit thinking about that. And other people seeing this and hearing it for the first time and being like, yo, this is what happened in Tulsa. What are y'all doing in Tulsa? Like, oh, we're doing a lot. (laughs) lot. (laughs) There's a lot happening here. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. (laughs) So medicine, we definitely want to ask this question of you that we ask every single one of our guests as well mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. does everything is us mean to you hmm. that's a great question Ali <laughs> uh, I, I really think that everything is us means without everyone and everyone investing in each other and believing and and giving into each other then 
nothing's really going to happen. And now that everyone is giving and, and believing and loving and investing in each other and in each other's visions and not even just money, but just vid- like uh, supporting and ideas and collaborating and coming together. Uh, I think that there's just greatness that comes from collaboration and from, I don't know, just a complete thought, you know, together, having two kind of thoughts and bringing them together. And you get something that's like even greater than what the original kind of idea that you may have had. But uh, I think that just everyone being able to come together for the state and for the world, not, not even necessarily, but for Oklahoma, but I think this is a project for the world to speak out against, you know, racism and just oppression and, you know, just darkness and spiritually. And um, I think it can be used to change, you know, thoughts. And uh, I think that, I think that uh, once we continue, you know, it's, it's just a, you know, you have to keep going because it's, you know, people do things for a little bit and come together and then it falls apart because there's no uh, funding or, you know, other things, you know, just come into play, but it's hard to keep it going, but you have to keep going. That's the only thing, right? Yeah. To keep progressing, you know, and together, that's the only way you're going to progress is together. I don't know. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well put, bro. Very well put. I like how you said collaboration because that's exactly what's happening with this project. It's a collaborative effort by a tremendous amount of creatives in our community mm-hmm. um, from all, you know. Yeah, not like just said, either. It's, no. You know, there's so many different aspects like film, photography, um, art, you know, everything just kind of coming together. Like, it's, it's just, it's beautiful. That's the only the thing I, I just keep feeling, I got to say, is it's beautiful. I don't know. Same, same. Beautiful yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> W-O-N, W-O-N. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Medicine. Um, anything else that you want to leave us with? Where, where can people find you on social media? I'm everywhere on social media all the time. Uh, I'm Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I am Medicine. I-A-M-M-E-D-I-S-I-N. That's two M's in there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, follow me. I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, you know, everywhere online. I got a bunch of projects out. I'm vibing. I'm trying to make great art. And uh, No, no, I- no tr- there is no try. You are doing it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's confirmation. Yeah. Yes. I appreciate it. But yeah, I love y'all. I love everyone. <laughs> I try. We love you back, man. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight and talking to us about your art and um, just about your personal life philosophy. <laughs> you know, your beautiful spirit, medicine. Aww. And I'm honored to know you. Thank you so much. I feel the same way about both of you guys. I'm, I'm so, uh, I'm so humbled to be interviewed by such legends in Tulsa. I don't know. It's crazy. I just always kind of feel like I'm behind the scenes, so it's cool to talk to some dope people. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people like that. That's the longest I've ever heard man talking, like, one sitting. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you. There's going to be cats out there. It's like, man, y'all hear that interview? They're going to be like, wait, Medicine did an interview? Nah. Yeah, we got him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we got one. We got yeah, over an interview. hour with greatness. Wow. This is this has been wonderful. Thank you all so much. Thank you so much, my friend.
All right, you guys. So on behalf of the Fire in Little Africa podcast, I'm Ali Shaw. And I'm Doc Free. We want to remind you to be the spark. Protect your flame. And pass the torch. Okay, we're going to get into a really dope track from our guy, Medicine. And I like to think it, uh, this name of this next song is kind of like the juice that I made for myself the other day. <laughs> the you name got of sunshine this, juice? I, I made, I made I sunshine juice, y'all. It tasted like sunshine. So here, this is the music you should play in the background when next time I make this juice. This is Medicine Sunshine. Everything falls in 